Welcome to the Happiness Podcast. I'm Dr. Robert Puff. The focus of this podcast is about how to be happy. But how do we know that we're happy? That may sound like a silly question, but today we're going to explore what is happiness and how do we know that we're really happy? Because I'm sure we've all met people, many people, who say they're happy, and yet when we look at their lives and we see how they treat other people or how their lives are going, we think they can't be happy. They're saying they're happy, but they can't be happy. There's no way. But I don't want this to be about judging other people. That isn't the road to happiness. But I want to share a story that can help illustrate the difference between happiness and doing the best that we can. Many, many years ago, when I was doing my internship at the VA hospital in Sepulveda, I, for one year, did the intake on every person that came into the psychiatric hospital for that year. I would interview them, find out their history, and just discover why they were there and what they needed help with. During that year, I had an eye-opening experience happen. Every single one of them would share me their stories, and their stories were dark. They were living on the streets, they were homeless, they were in and out of prison, they were drug addicts or alcoholics. They were at the nadir or the lowest points of their life and our culture. They had reached the bottom, and I had gone in there expecting that they would be very repentant, very sorry, and really see the errors of their ways. I was familiar with more normal people, in quotes, coming up with reasons why things weren't going the way they wanted them to go and not really taking ownership or responsibility for the behavior. But when I was at the hospital, what I discovered was these people too, every single one of them, had a reason that they were there and why they were struggling. They had, I don't want to call them excuses, but they had reasons for why their lives were going the way they were and they didn't really take responsibility for their behavior. They each felt that they were doing the best that they could do given their circumstances. So over the years, I've learned that we have the ability to kind of delude ourselves that everything's fine or that we're happy and life is just going well. But I gave my example of the VA hospital men and women to show that we're not necessarily that good at assessing how things are really going. So today, we're going to honestly ask, are we happy? Are we happy? And there's two factors, two key factors that play a role in assessing that. And the first part of it is addictions. If we are addicted to something, then there's no way of knowing how happy or unhappy we are. I mean, it's really exactly like physical pain. If you have physical pain, but you shoot a whole bunch of morphine into that spot where the pain is, you can, like a professional football player, get out there, play a game, and be la 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 la, feeling no pain whatsoever, until the game's over, of course. And then you really feel the pain, unless the doctor gives you another shot of morphine. Emotions are just like that. Lots of people, I'm going to argue most people, shoot painkillers through addictions into their feelings so they have no idea how they're really doing. I mean, the worst case example I can give is someone who's like a prostitute. She can have sex with three, four, six, seven different men a day, which no woman really is going to want to have, of course. But as long as she's taking her heroin, her coke, whatever she's addicted to, she's going to feel fine, in a sense. I mean, it's a miserable life, but she's going to be fine in her own self. She'll die young, she'll have awful experiences, but as long as she has her drug, 
she'll be fine. I mean, we all get that. Of course she's not fine. She's miserable. She's having an awful life, and we feel sorry for her. But what about the rest of us? I mean, do we need a glass or two of wine every day to unwind? Do we need to watch four or five hours of TV to shut off our brains? Do we need to go to the doctors and perhaps get medication, psychotropic medication, to feel happy, to feel good because we're depressed or anxious? Then if we do, then we really can't assess well if we're happy because these different painkillers, these addictions, are masking our true feelings. The true test of happiness is actually very simple when it comes to addictions. What we can do is, and I like to do this with people, go on a retreat, a retreat where you're away from everyone. You don't bring books with you. You don't bring any substances with you. You're by yourself. And what I do, I check in on you once a day, and then you see how you're doing. And with all those things gone, how are you doing? And if you're not doing well, then you have an addiction and you're not happy. Because if you need something, it can be your spouse, it could be exercise, it could be your work. Anything that you need, you have to have, or you're going to be unhappy, is an attachment. And if you have an attachment to something, there's no way you can ultimately be as happy as you're capable of being. Now this talk so far may ruffle a lot of feathers of the listeners right now, because lots of people have lots of attachments. Another form of attachment is your beliefs. Sometimes, and I'm going to pick on kind of religion for a bit here, not spirituality, but religion. We believe certain things, and we can believe in them even at the expense of our own happiness. The thought can be, well, I'm unhappy in this life, but in the next life I'm going to be happy, so I don't care that I'm unhappy now. That belief can make us do really horrendously awful things, you know, like terrorism, or at the least, just make us unhappy because we won't change it. We're so set in our ways, we're so set in our ideologies that we won't change to become happy. And so that too is in a good path towards happiness. So, let's say we're really willing to be happy no matter what the cost. Then how do we get there? Or as importantly, how do we gauge that we're really happy, that we're not deluding ourselves? Because as I started off this podcast with, most of us are deluding ourselves. We are periodically happy just as long as you don't take away our drug or we may have a belief system and it's not always religious, but it's a sense of delayed happiness. We'll be happy someday after we do our duty, after we do certain things, then I'll be happy. Okay. So if we want to be happy right now and really be happy, the first thing we have to do, of course, is get rid of all our addictions and attachments. But as you may have guessed, some of them are very subtle. We may not even know we have them. So here's part two. Here's the key factor of knowing, am I happy? Here it is. Really, no matter what's happening, no matter what's going on, we know we're happy when we're peaceful. That no matter what happens, we lose our job, our wife gets sick, our kids don't come home on time. It's an overall sense of, no matter what happens, I'm not attached to, I'm not addicted to anything, and I'm peaceful. Am I peaceful? 
So here's how it works. As we go through our day, don't have to do anything. Don't have to do this. Don't have to do that. Sometimes don't do it. And then see, how are you? Or when there's changes and something goes on, hmm, how am I doing? How did I react? How did I respond to this change? So it's actually very simple. You just ask yourself, am I peaceful? Am I doing okay? Is my mind quiet? Am I just enjoying my life? And it's really like seeing life as a banquet. You go into the room, you're hungry, but you see there are so many choices to choose between. And if you don't have one dish, you can choose another. Life is like that. Life changes. And as long as we flow with life, enjoy life, accept life, we'll love life as long as we're willing to accept whatever comes. I don't know if you remember, but every podcast I end with, accept what is, love what is. And that's the key. Again, it's about accepting, flowing with all the changes of life. Life is going to change. And if we find that we're getting upset, really upset periodically, then just look at that and say, hmm, what do I need to change? There's some fine tuning to do here. I need to look at this attachment and work towards undoing it so that I can really be happy consistently. It is possible, but it takes work. And that's what this podcast is all about. Learning to live a happy, peaceful life, a beautiful life flowing with life, even with the turbulence. So to recap, get away from the addictions, of course the obvious ones, alcohol, drugs, various substances, things that we know, we know that they're not good for us. Again, don't judge other people. Just look at yourself and say, yep, I'm addicted to this and I need to work towards undoing this. Okay, then ask yourself, hey, I've got rid of the addictions. But am I happy? Am I peaceful throughout the day? And if things can rock our world, then let's work towards making changes. Not necessarily making changes with the situations, but more making changes within us. And that's what this weekly podcast is all about. How to make changes in us. So no matter what happens, no matter what life throws at us, we're still peaceful. We're still happy. That's the key. So come back, listen again, as we together continue our exploration into happiness. If you'd like to learn more about this podcast or other things that I produce, please go to www.happinesspodcast.org. That's happinesspodcast.org. If you'd like to contact me directly, my email address is drpuff at cox.net. I look forward to spending time with you next week. Until then, accept what is, love what is. Do you ever wonder why some companies do so well, grow, and just seem to keep coming up with great ideas and keep expanding? While other companies are permeated with negativity, lawsuits, employee turnover, and just overall unhappiness in the workplace. Whichever corporate camp you find yourself in, or somewhere in between, the key to any company's ongoing success is to invest in and help their employees perform at their peak performance. 
there are very clear and specific things that people can do to perform well at work and in life in general. This is the focus of my podcast, and it's also the focus of my work. Being at the cutting edge of any market is sustained through investment, investment in training employees how to perform well. But sustained growth and productivity requires specific psychological tools in order to continue to perform at peak levels. This is where I can help. I've been studying peak performance for over 30 years now, helping people all over the world. And there are very specific things that have to be maintained in order to sustain this level of performance. When companies invest in their employees, their employees are invested in them. Unfortunately, it's quite common for companies to be doing exceptionally well in the marketplace, but for unknown reasons, key employees make poor choices, leave the company, or start struggling and coping with stress-related illnesses. Companies that do well know their business really well, but human behavior works in mysterious ways unless you've been trained to understand the causes and cures of underperformance. If you're a forward-thinking company, perhaps it's time to think about giving your employees skills that may really help them perform well at work and throughout their lives. If you work for or manage a company and you're ready to learn the skills in order to survive and thrive in any market, in any conditions, or in life in general, I'd love to help. These are the skills I've learned. These are the ones I'd love to bring to your company. True lasting success has to be seen from a broader perspective, not just monetary. And if you're ready to bring about these changes, that's where I can help. To learn more, go to www.successbeyondyourimagination.com. That's successbeyondyourimagination.com. And whether we're at the doorstep of retirement or have many years to go, may we always be growing and be developing our skills not only as successful employees, but as successful human beings.